It is Tuesday, July 20th, 2021. Full cast, full crew, three time zones, two time zones only. Doing all right, though. Nate, could you hit the music? Give me pictures of Spider-Man. I don't know how to read at that point. Not without beer. You got to come back with something. The sauce is the boss. (laughs) Put some fucking headphones in. You are listening to the Tuesday Catch-Up. At this present moment, it looks like Nate and I are the only ones bringing the heat tonight, which is fine. Uh, We'll hold down the fort, but like we said, we got the full cast finally back on the podcast. So let's start here. Jake Harley, do you have any things to say for yourselves? Hey, some of us have lives and some of us are busy. I don't know what to say. Oh, that, okay, so, so so that's my number one favorite response when someone comes at someone for like, like hey, uh, what's the deal, man? They go, oh, sorry, I have a life. And it's like, wow, what sorry, a, I have a life. defense. <laughs> D- hey, your best offense is a good defense. That's what they say. No, the best, the best is, I, sorry, I have a life, you fat loser. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, bro, I'm fat. <laughs> It's like what? So that's that's what the oh, defense no. you want to use though is uh, sorry I have yeah. a life and I'm busy. All right, Harley, what's your excuse? Yeah. Well, I I think Jake said it pretty well, but also my excuse is more time zone driven. I, I was working at at a prison camp, either working or sleeping whenever you were all recording. You were in Hawaii. I was in Hawaii, humble brag. One more time, we're we're brag indeed. Can you about, give it to yeah, us? Yeah, bro. Mahalo, bro. Mahalo. Harley started talking to me about island living. I just wanted to smack him. Was, That's like someone who goes to Cancun. To someone goes to Cancun and comes back Mexican. Yeah. You go, shut up. That's diet America. That's that's America <laughs> Southern. That's not even. That's I basically really, part of Texas. I really wanted to see, let Harley say it first because I wanted to see if he had adopted the proper way of saying it, how the people say it there. Yeah, sorry, sorry, bro. I was in Hawaii. Sorry, bro. <laughs> it's like, Hawaii. Hawaii. We had a uh, second grade teacher, role substitute teacher, who was from Hawaii. And she was like, she was not like a cool Aloha Hawaiian who like keeps it cool. She was like very uh, rigid, rigid, whatever, on how you're supposed to say uh, Hawaii. So, you know, I'm like eight years old. I barely know how to say the word Arkansas. And she's like, it's Hawaii. I was like, what are you saying to us right now, lady? Um, They hit us with the five, six hang loose, by the way. Yeah. Well, Jake was saying last episode he wanted to rather like just drown Hawaii. He was like, it's not even really like they're not really people. And I was like, Jake, what are you saying right now? He specifically said they're lesser than. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He said five islands, zero fucks. (laughs) He goes, I hope every volcano erupts. I'm going to be straight up. I listened only to like 10 minutes of the last episode because I'm a shitty tomato person. So I you got, I don't know what I said to the honest. Jake, you've said a lot in the past few weeks. Honestly, some of it, yeah. some of it unforgi- uh, unforgivable. If the Tuesday Catch ever took off, you're not allowed in like at least 14 states. All northern, yeah. of course. Um, the yeah. south loves you. I'll tell you that. The, the, <laughs> the south is your demographic, man. You're killing it in, uh, in Alabama and Florida right now. But, hey, we're happy to have you back, boys. We missed you big time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
The brothers McMuffins and Chum held it down. Yeah, we do what we could. Jake, mm-hmm. you, Jake, you don't seem happy yeah. to be back. Jake, how many episodes until you quit? Let me, are you going to leave us? I'm, I, I'm feeling. I feel it. I, you know, listen. Take it from a flake themselves. I can feel it in your bones that you're ready to that you're ready to say goodbye to the catch up. Are you doing that to us? No, no. I'm happy to be back. I'm just, I'm just exhausted. Honestly, I just, uh, it's been a long, long two weeks. I moved cross country. Actually. I was in LA for two weeks, so I basically lived there. <laughs> I, adop- I, adopted oh, the- I adopted the lifestyle. I went paddleboarding and I went I went walking on the beach. I mean, I slept Mahalo, in a tent bro. and shot heroin and shit on the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I moved cross country over to the East Coast, and uh, yeah, it's been a long two weeks. I'm fucking exhausted. I haven't really been sleeping because I've been nervous, but yeah, dude, I'm happy to be back. Happy to see the boys, and uh, yeah, we'll see. Let's get back go. on the Tuesday catch-up. Yeah, dude, I'm here. Let's go. That honestly, <laughs> I felt like that was like something that would be on a documentary before Jake dies. He's like, yeah, I mean, I haven't been sleeping a whole lot, and uh, I'm just really stressed and nervous. And Matt goes, yeah, man, well, good to have you back, and just glazed yeah. over it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, he was nervous to be back on the Tuesday catch-up. He's been not sleeping. <laughs> I get that. I get that. Hey, I've been losing sleep over missing the past two episodes. I, I, I can't, I can't um, live with myself. Let me say this from the bottom of my heart. Felt three? like five. Felt like we missed you guys. For, felt like we missed you guys like since two. the reboot. Revival. Oh, since sequel. pre-4th of July. Yeah, I think we just... Oh. Well, I took a sabbatical. Did you not get the paperwork? No, HR is not Child. great around here. It's... Uh, oh, damn. <laughs> Yeah, maternity. It's, it's a it's a fax machine that leads right into a paper shredder. So I took I took I took fraternity I took fraternity leave fraternity leave. Fraternity. Okay, okay, that actually is a fucking phenomenal idea. If we can do money oh, yeah. money right now, that's what that's fraternity that's leave. That's a business idea. idea. Fraternity you, leave. You should you should as a as not even like a because you know mothers and fathers get this special perk for coming, and you're like, well, what about the guys who just want to go out and have a good time for like at least a month? You should bank yeah. up fraternity leave where. At some point, you could be like, no, 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 I'm actually gone from July to August because I'm going on fraternity yeah. leave. And they go, oh, my God, that's so sweet. Paternity leave. You go, no, no, fraternity. I'm going to go party with my bros. Down in, I got a, yeah. uh, a timeshare in, in, uh, in, in, in South Padre Island with three of my buddies. They go, you're 40. You go, fuck off. Oh my God. That's actually like one of the best ideas I've ever come up with in my yeah. entire life. Hey, look at you coming back with a heater. Um, how much well, can you tell the people about what you're doing? Or is this as much as we can say is you were in L.A. and now you're in Boston? Yeah, I, mean, I can't. I mean, somewhere. Yeah, I gotta keep it confidential. Yeah, do, you, do I need to bleep out that? No, it's fine. East Coast, baby. All right, East Coast living. Now we. Now I don't want to turn this into a food cast, so we'll talk about this next episode. But I want a report between oh, yeah. Midwest, East Coast, West Coast. Which one's got the goods, uh, food wise? So we'll just know that that's your homework. West Coast. I think some Patreon. I, I, I think some Patreon reviews of certain foods would be fantastic by Jake. Like very yeah. in depth though, and maybe like less that. racist than what you usually do. But that I think <laughs> <laughs> I can already tell you though right now, the Midwest. I love I love it. I love the Midwest and I love Chicago. But man, the coasts got it going on. They yeah. really do with a lot of their food. And not to say that Chicago or Midwest has bad food. It's just like I'm a big seafood guy. So being able to get good ass seafood out here is really, really outstanding. The yeah. lobster roll debacle of twenty twenty one so far, it's what, it's coming in hot. What at, what's what do you mean debacle? Have you not been able to get your hands on one? 
No, I have. It's just like it's it's all coming. To, it's a it's an internal debate with myself on whether or not I prefer hot or cold. I oh. tried to have Instagram help me out, but the tidal wave of hot made me think that maybe cold is actually better. Because <laughs> if so many if so many people say hot, then cold has to be pretty good. No, nah, dude, I think you're wrong on that. So, I think I voted hot. I'm pretty sure I didn't realize that was your story. Yeah, voted hot. Yeah, yeah dude. That I butter. went cold. I was like other fourteen percent of people who voted cold. We had a lobster roll here in Green Bay for restaurant week, and I will tell you this. Ooh. That shit was banging, dude. It's insane. That, it's dude, so good. You know, like your parents used to make that really crappy Texas toast with all spaghetti, like I would, unless that's just us white trash family, um, like yeah, that no, big old bricks like of Texas toast. Like I want to, yeah. I wish I could buy bricks of lobster roll, like that that mm. New England type roll. It is like it's like uh, if French toast met like the perfect burger bun and like came together. Anyways, yeah. not a food cast, but you get where I'm heading with this. Yeah. Um, but it could be. I mean, I don't know. It's a Tuesday catch-up, dude. We're literally a condiment cast. Um, well, uh, happy that you're back, Jake, and enjoying East Coast time. Can't wait to see what this does to our scheduling efforts uh, when yeah. it goes back to L.A. <laughs> so that'll be cool oh, when we record uh, Monday at 4 a.m. or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sweet. Can't wait. Uh, Lucy, on the way home. I'm driving back from an open mic, which I will tell you guys about briefly in a moment here. Um, I'm driving back from an open mic, and I call her, and we're talking. She's like, well, well, what time are you home? I'm like, oh, 9.15, but I got to record the podcast. She's like, oh, my God, you still have to? I was like, yeah. Like, whenever we decide to, to in the moment, sacrifice our Sundays and go, ah, we're fine. Like, let's have a good Sunday. You, the, the piper, Yeah, the piper comes, <laughs> and he wants to get paid Monday night after a long first day back of the week, and you got to be ready to rock and roll. Mm-hmm. So, you know, these things happen. Hell, yeah. Um. Harley, what do you have to say for yourself, though? Where have you been? What are you doing? Are you happy to be back, or are you quitting, too? You know, the last time I went on a summer vacation this long, it turned into a year and a half. Yeah, 18 months to be Pacific. Yeah, well, that would be a year and a half. I realized that when it came out of my mouth. (laughs) Well aware. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I'm happy to be back. I am in a hotel room in Boston. I am similarly exhausted out here on the East Coast, but you you got me back. Now, I know you're both busy, but if we could orchestrate you two getting together to try a hot and a cold lobster roll, half and half each, (laughs) and, you know, maybe talking about it, maybe briefly... That would be making up for all the episodes you missed. That's that's that would take oh, you, that would take you twenty minutes, and great. that's three hours of missed episode. <laughs> I think that maybe you know maybe you find a way to do that? Question mark. Wait, Harley, how long are you here? I'm here till the thirty first. There actually is a day where we're spending like the whole day in Boston, and we might be like out and about in town with some free time. We Sweet. could, and so here's could, what like, you do, Jake: shave, your, up shave your shave your beard and mustache, and be one of the kids that Harley has to tote around. Yeah. <laughs> Harley, do I have to cut that? Best, you but... seem now alarmed that I said kids. No, no, no. Um, or we could. I was trying to think of an alternative strategy. Like maybe I just give Jake my name tag and like some of my clothes, and I pretend to be a kid, and Jake's Jake just becomes I, me your day. <laughs> I think it would be. I think it would be better if if I went to one of those like uh, tourist like shops on the side of the road and just bought like a youth sized hat and like a small t shirt and just like squeezed into it with like my belly hanging out, <laughs> and then I'm just like walking around. Like. <laughs> I think we totally national treasure this though, and we have Jake sitting on a bench with two lobster rolls in his lap with an reading a newspaper <laughs> with and Harley sits behind him 
<laughs> reading uh-huh. a separate newspaper and you shuffle a sandwich back and you guys do a back-to-back <laughs> review. No one knows. <laughs> or prank the kids, Jake go buy a cop uniform, tackle Harley live on the job. He's walking with all the kids and you just blitz him like Ray Lewis from off the up the yeah. weak side and just put Harley in the dirt. And Harley and Harley starts screaming like, Oh, I, like I knew you'd catch me, like Harley's been in trouble in Boston before or something. That could be yeah. another angle. Just right back, kids. This guy this man's a pedophile. Wait, we Get have <laughs> or or jake shows up every single day for the rest of the trip in some form or fashion (laughs) as like a different character (laughs) i get him on the ground i get him on the ground and but i got i gotta get here harley sing me the frank song i do not diddle kids It's Jake, not a Tuesday catch-up episode. We don't that. talk food and do an oh, always sunny reference. God, <laughs> Jake, God. we're going to need you to, to already put in requests for vacation starting tomorrow through the 31st. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a lot of work to do uh, at different yes. times of the day. Yeah. Oh, oh, shit. Yeah. Well, mahalo yeah. to that, boys. Um, mahalo, indeed. Do you guys, any any other, uh, uh, well, you know, we have Matt, would you, oh, yeah. uh, Matt, would I, you like the floor? for? Bef- I mean, this is before we do Wine or Shine, right? This is just kind of open forum. Um, yeah, I, um, got a tattoo the other day. <laughs> yeah. Hey, right on. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Floor. That's Next it. Huh? Oh, yeah. That's... Uh, sure. Uh, I went to Milwaukee for the Bucks game <laughs> in a limo and, um, on our way back from Milwaukee in the limo, the, uh, the power went out. And so we were in silence in the darkness in the back of a limo, all drunk. And it was raining super hard uh-huh. and the limo driver ran through a puddle. And this is like two o'clock in the morning and it killed the whole car and we had to get out of the limo and like five of us push this big ass limo out of a puddle that was maybe like a foot deep and lay, like sit on the side of the road and drink beers until another hover limo came and picked us up. <laughs> was like we were running around in the streets. Uh, we were running around the streets. There's nobody out there. And a cop rolls up and he's like, hey, you guys got to get out of the road. And he like asked us if we were OK and asked if the driver was OK. And we were just like, yeah, get get moving. But um, everybody thought it was absolutely hilarious who was there because we were like blaring tunes and drinking beers outside in the rain. And um, it was absolutely hilarious. We only had one person in the group who was like, this is fucking stupid. We should get like a refund for every ounce of like gas we paid for this thing. This is dumb. Everybody Tell me who that was. I'll bleep it out. Tell me who it was. Fritz. <laughs> <laughs> the you minute he knew we had to, to push it, he went, no way. <laughs> you don't have to believe that. I'm not oh, believing that. That's so funny. Oh, I love hey, we love yes. you, Fritz. Real tomato boy. Real real boy represent. Um that's has it back. Yeah. Remember when Fritz bit me? What? <laughs> Remember when Fritz bit me? Yeah, it well that happened all while I was painting his toes. Uh, at Joe and Sean's wedding, uh, about 15 guys came back to the room and just started causing havoc. And like Lucy was in the Lucy was doing something, and me and her ended up painting Fritz's nails together. We put his feet up on a pillow and we we're painting his nails while Harley had him in a chokehold. And then at one point, it got too. Oh yeah! And then at one point, Joe is standing in the room with us, and we go, "Didn't you just get married?" He goes, "Yeah." I go. Go be with your wife. Like, get the fuck out of here. So we kick him out, and Harley and Fritz start going at it a little too much. Like, you know how, like, when dogs play, and then suddenly, like, it gets a little louder and a little too aggressive? That's sort of what happened. And Harley and Fritz are going at it so bad that Fritz, like, bit a hole in Harley's back, was it? <laughs> he, like, bit, he, like, bit my side. I, yeah. Like, had oh, yeah. He, yeah. 
He he bit your side. He woke up he with like a gash in his handles. Yeah, he had blood all over him. Someone had a ripped shirt. It was insanity. Um, and so we had to clear that place out. But yeah, yeah, I do remember when when he bit you, man. Um, Matt, I'm passing this back to you. So you got a tattoo. What else? What was your tattoo of? I got engaged, boy. Yeah. yeah. Give him a round of applause. Another, another uh, uh, wife of the pod joins in. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Matt's engaged now to be wed. Um, congrats, man. Hey, man, just you wait. You. Honeymoon phase ends, bro. <laughs> That's my... That's my uh, that boomer humor for you. I already got a mortgage and a dog. We're we're there. Already. I was gonna say, you've, yeah, you're yeah. This is this completes no, it's the a cactus, Harley. It's a cactus. Is that a cactus. dick? It also looks like a lobster from the side. It's pretty tight. Yeah, so, I thought it was a lobster. What's the motivation behind the cactus? Rolls. Hmm. What's the what, what's the motivation behind the cactus? Just was cool. I respect that. Hey man, t- ta- hey tattoos don't need a freaking reason. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it, it, it's uh, yeah. But it we it was a uh, spontaneous walked in like on the spot and had that picked out. Anna picked it out. Um, there's actually an album cover that I really like that has a cactus for the band we were seeing. So I'm like, oh, this is dope. I'll go check it out. But it also was just super cool. So I like it. And literally walked in. And guys, like, yeah, I got time and doctored up. Two super cool tattoos. So shit, yeah. One of the most spontaneous things I've done. Yeah, the other one on. Anna got one. Anna got one too. Okay. I thought you got. I thought you got. How many tattoos do you have, dude? How many tattoos? Two. Um, Fuck yeah, bro. But chum, we were riding the lime scooters, and it just brought me back to blackout Nashville, uh, whipping around the city. And it was. I still have a a scar on my ankle because Matt and I went through the busiest intersection in all of Nashville, and my and I and of course, right, like everything's going fine, but the minute the pressure goes on, I I forget how to ride a scooter that doesn't need to be learned, Um, and I like took my foot off, and the scooter did a swing and took a razor, like you know, like how the razor scooters you swing around, it did that and just hit me right in the heel in the busiest intersection in downtown Nashville. So I ran my scooter to the sidewalk, just bleeding all over the place. But still trooped on though. Those things have the razor edge with the weight of a full bicycle. It's like yeah. they are like like they're so heavy, dude. And hit yeah. you right in the heel bone. You know, like the same. It's basically I think the four bones that are the same are your elbow bones and that little ankle bone. And man, I took it straight on there. Just blood, just blood, blood and gore, dude. We got her done though. Um, any other things here before we get into our wine or shine? No. Nate, could you hit the music for wine or shine, my man? It is time to wine or shine. All right. It's the segment where we uh, complain about something we didn't like or we shine light on something we liked. Jake, go ahead. Yo. <coughs> um, <laughs> uh, I got so many things to shine, I guess. Mm-hmm. I would say, honestly, though, since Matt just brought it up, those Lime scooters are fucking sick, bro. I was... I was yeah. Blitzing yeah. all up and down LA and those things, mahalo, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it was sick. It cost me like thirty dollars to go like two miles. It was wild. <laughs> oh, really? They're that expensive, dude. I, dude, I, I find them so incredibly. I thought they were incredibly cheap, wasn't it? Like a uh, Nashville. Uh, yeah, okay. Nashville. They are. Yeah, it's basically but in LA, West. they're like in LA is like, well, we'll charge you like seven dollars just to get on it. But anyway, so that's my shine. Uh, another shine would be uh, seafood. 
East Coast, West Coast, we already talked about it a little bit, but dude, seafood straight up is legitimately life changing when you get it when it's actually fresh and not frozen like in the Midwest. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just it's really outstanding. I've had shrimp, I've had lobster, crab, oysters, clam chowder, all that good stuff okay. already, and it's like now name oh. all the different kinds of shrimp. <laughs> and right, well, there's, shrimp. Voice. there's shrimp there's and there's scramps so <laughs> uh, any wines or are you just a happy guy today uh no wines man oh i would wine moving and dry and and, and uh cross-country like road trips absolutely oh, suck boy do so. i have a, a good money 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 for you later on yeah uh, i don't i am i'm just gonna be straight up right now I'm, this is a way throwback, but remember when Craig drove down to Texas with that random guy from like the VFW or whatever? Yeah, yes, I do. <laughs> how can I forget? How the how the fuck did Craig drive from from Wisconsin to Texas by himself? Essentially, the, the, I couldn't God do it. God was, in the, pa- God was in the passenger seat. Jesus took the wheel yeah. a few times. By the, by the by the hands of God, Jake. By the hands of God. <laughs> I guess because. I mean, just driving from here to Boston was like. What's that twenty hours? It's it's just uh, sixteen, I think. Yeah, total. Know, but we I stopped. Know. We stopped in Buff. We stopped in Buffalo. But man, it just sucks. Like it yeah. just it just it's just it's just debilitating. But yeah. Anyway, whatever. That's my wine. But besides that, flying. I would take flying over driving any day. I'll never understand the people who are like, I'm scared to fly, so I'll just rather drive fifteen hours. It's like, my- dude, you, especially old people, are like that. I'm like, you guys are insane. My <laughs> thing is like fourteen or less because you get up at three a.m. to make your flight. You have to compromise your packing down to a small bag, and generally, you save at the end of the day when you finally yeah. check in your hotel. You saved three hours, and I went, well, I could have brought double the stuff yeah. and had a car. I just have to. I just smell like grease, and I feel like piss like the whole week. You know, that's dude. I don't know though, because like, like straight up, like I've. I mean, I've flown quite a bit the past month, and like I would like like I would for sure take flying over, especially I got TSA precheck now, which is oh that's a shine. They got rid of it, dude. Do you have the optic? You gave your you gave your eyeball to the government, dude. No. Oh. Oh, you're talking about like clear? No, I don't have clear. Oh, you just had money, and they. Check you faster. Yeah, the they thing check about me in faster. So and also, did you know that TSA pre-check? Like Jake could be pre- TSA pre-checked, and if all five of us bought tickets under Jake's name, we could all get TSA pre-checked just by proxy. Yeah. Like, oh, Jake seems to have good friends. Like one of us could okay. be a stone cold murderer, and they don't care yeah. because we're attached. Do you guys yeah. get nervous going through TSA? Like, even if I don't have anything. Yes. I no, get I get dude, very sweaty. I get amped up like I'm about to fucking like have to do a, a karaoke in front of these people. Like I get so fucking nervous going through TSA, and they don't give a rat's ass about you. They want no, you to miss your flight. Care. They just they'll abuse the shit out of you. Which Harley, I hope I'm not stealing your wine or shine. So you know, let me know if I'm, no, I'm stepping on shit. People, it's like the Stanford Prison Experiment. I talk about this all the time. <laughs> they like turn into cattle ranchers. They just move you like you're some dumb slob that just has to get. <laughs> Next, next, dude, dude. And they like they're all impatient, and they just they wave you around. And they like tell you things you already know. Feet on the yellow, feet on the yellow, arms up. And so, then if you do, if you even like, if, even if you're a first time flyer, you have like a liquid. They go, you either chug that right now, or we're gonna shoot your fucking child in the head. They go right now. No, chug no, no, that. no, dude. TSA pre check. You can bring liquids on the plane. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you guys, you can bring yeah, a which, full, which can just bring shows a you that it's all a racket. It's literally like, what? <laughs> how is the TSA is. pre-check liquid not uh, as, as poisonous as regular TSA checked liquid? Have you, have you seen those new buckets where it's like, dump out your liquid yeah, here? Yeah, airport jungle that. juice, baby. That's, airport jungle <laughs> juice. I can't get my Dude. mind off it, bro. <laughs> Dude, you should start a TikTok trend of that. That would be hilarious. Fuck Have you, Matt man. do it. Matt has a TikTok straight up. Felt Mango 69 or whatever it is. Matt, plug, <laughs> plug it. Plug it. Follow me on, on TikTok. <laughs> um, Harley, you know how like casinos pump in air, like a certain level of oxygen to keep people like rolling? I think TSA pumps in liquid stress or like like vapor stress. Like you walk in there and you're they like. Take, they take out oxygen. I, I genuinely <laughs> believe that. I tried to write a joke about it. I'm like, I wanted, like, if I had an enemy, I would drop that on them, not anything else. I would just bottle up TSA on a Monday morning and, like, bomb their country with it. You know, we don't need any explosives <laughs> anymore because it's just, that is, whew. But I guess Jake's a, Jake's a big shot. He got no TSA longer, pre-check. No longer yeah. shipping in armed forces, just TSA to hurt you. We just fucking, <laughs> we just make people stand uh, in line and then, then, then they're late for an arbitrary thing and guess what when they're late no refunds um, oh my god harley wine or shine i've got a wine and this is gonna be a little bit hypocritical but my wine is to people who complain with no good reason we had a couple we had a handful of just complainers on our last trip that complained just to hear the sound of their own voice and oh my god did that just like drive me a little crazy well, the best part is you're in Hawaii. No complaining. Yeah, mahalo, mahalo. bro. Um, Matata. <laughs> think of yeah. what else. I didn't. I didn't plan very much. Well, I would say the 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 complaints with nothing. There's. I do enjoy complaining. I'm. I. I, I would put myself up there, and in my life, as one of the Mount Rushmores of complainers in my close circle, nothing makes. I'm. Nothing makes me happier than finding the complaint in a good situation. Like just finding something to bitch about a little bit. Like we could be having but a great day, but if like if something went wrong, I complain. Wait, what? Is the complaint meant to be funny? Yeah, generally now, but there was remember that remember there was like a four year block where it wasn't like I didn't know how to be funny about it, so I would just bitch about shit. It was a little uh, longer than four years. It was like fourteen <laughs> years, give or take. <laughs> add a one, add a one to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. Um, so you have no other water shine. So you you uh, decided to show up for your first episode in four weeks unprepared. Is what you said? Is that what you said? Well, no, we kind of got into it with the TSA. That's yeah. that's a big one. All right, there you Long. go. Wait. Dude, I I was kind of unprepared too, and I just remembered to go along with the bitching thing. Um, <laughs> I didn't realize how I was warned. I should say this: I was warned before I got here. Boston drivers is, are legitimately the most insane people I've ever seen, like I've ever seen in my entire life. I have I've witnessed things that people I've witnessed things like in traffic that I never have seen in my entire life. And I've <laughs> driven in Chicago many a time and I've never seen anything like this before. Because the they, streets are fucking they, cobblestone. They're meant for horses, they, not a fucking, you know, escalade to be yeah. driving at 60 down. Yeah, they legit have no like just they just go wherever they want. There's no lanes. Yeah. <laughs> And the city just makes no sense because it just kept growing yeah. on top of itself. So you're just like, well, this is fantastic. Yeah. And it just changes. Like it goes from four lanes to uh, uh, less than one and like, uh, you know, less than a mile. And you're just like, well, this is great. Yeah. And your Uber driver, in the name of getting you there on time, will make you feel like you're in the backseat of Vin Diesel's car. And it's just yeah. not a situation that's ready for anybody. 
That's in Baltimore yeah, too, totally. just so you know. That whole East Coast is just a bunch yeah. of just twats. Everybody on the East Coast. Drivers everywhere. Dude, yeah. and Jake, you, I mean, now you've gone from the West Coast and now you're about Jake, if you become like a true Italian like asshole, I'm gonna I honestly I'll love that full transformation for you. <laughs> I mean, he almost he was almost there just watching the Sopranos. What a fucking That's true. gabagool. <laughs> Matt, what do you? There we go. Right, what you, what's going on there? You motherfucker! I, I made a move. I need I to lay down. To save that for the Patreon. So yeah. After yeah, yeah. Wait, Matt. send it over. Send it over to me. I I gotta right. talk about why I just moved. Matt, I don't wine or shine. Go. Yo, wine. I fucked up my ankle last night. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like half asleep, and I was going to shut off the lights in the basement. And like thought I was on the last step because I wasn't really looking <laughs> and just biffed it, dude. I thought I broke my ankle and I was like, holy fuck. And I had to have Anna come like help me up the stairs. So I, I had to, my leg was starting to hurt. I had to go prop it up. So I'm laying down in bed. <laughs> but all I was thinking, all I was like, I was like, God damn it, I should have got better health insurance. <laughs> You're on Cobra. You're like, this is gonna cost me about a million. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like shit, dude. I'm not going to the doctor for shit. <laughs> the bone needs to be coming out for it to be a, yeah. a insurancible. So offense. I'm like hobbling around today, and it's it's man, that sucks. But I'm feeling better. I'm feeling better, which is good. I got a lot. We got so many events this week, which is a shine. Uh, yeah. Well, I, hey, thanks for spraining your ankle. When we got to build a stage on Friday night at eleven, that's gonna be sweet. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be good. <laughs> I'm gonna have it. I'm gonna have it new and improved. So no worries. All right, beautiful, beautiful. Um, any other one shines Matt, for you, Matt? Oh, go wait, ahead, Jake. Wait, Matt, have you ever? Uh, have you ever? Are you ever the guy who purposely hurt himself so that he didn't have to help with like group things for like family <laughs> stuff? <laughs> like, if it, like if you knew, uh, like if you knew it was day, you'd be like, Dad, I've just rolled my ankle. I can't help with the mulch. <laughs> I, I did that. I never done, did that. I just asked because I've done that before. <laughs> yeah, I, I've purpose. never done that, but I'm notorious for like oh hey we got to clean up from dinner i'm like all right cool i gotta go take a shit harley yeah. and then, harley that's an og or like, when you go to, like when you go to costco and you have like a full-blown load from costco like six like six bills right and then you get home and you're like all right i gotta go to the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. always a classic I, uh, uh, no, but my other shine is I had like the best uh, vacation ever in Kawawao, and um, boys, I traveled halfway across the country and made it to every goddamn episode. Let's go! Let's nice. go! <laughs> hey, that's a shine worthy. Uh, As a shine, I love it. Um, I don't remember. I forgot. I had something for you. I don't know. Nate, wine or shine? Unless Matt, you have more. Oh, guys, yeah, I'm good. I am shining, y'all. Um, <laughs> I'm so excited for this one. And so my shine, orgies, baby. Um, <laughs> the world's biggest and most prolific orgy is taking place this summer. Starts July 23rd, where the most physically fit people in the world will be having a 14-day fuck fest. Welcome to the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. <laughs> They get it on. They're handing out 150,000 condoms to the athletes this year because they fuck so hard those 14 days. I I love it. It's fantastic. 
Have you seen the cardboard bed phenomenon that's on Twitter? It's uh, they gave every Olympic athlete a cardboard bed that can only support their body weight and their body weight only. Any sort of they're anti-sex beds, they're called. Yeah. <laughs> so actually, that was actually uh, debunked today already. That was uh, just one one athlete who tweeted it, and it went totally viral. Um, there was videos today of the athletes who were who were there already, uh, and they were like jumping on the beds. Uh, without it breaking or anything like that. They're so posting videos of them are, fucking on the beds. Just yeah, <laughs> we are, told you they're fuck proof. They're fuck proof and ready to roll. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Like when you're a kid and you're like watching the Olympics and everything, you're just like you think it's like so innocent, and then when you get older, you're just like, oh, wait a minute, they train their whole ass just so they <laughs> they can all fuck each other. <laughs> Dude, they can literally eat McDonald's. They literally, they literally yeah. swim in the pool, and then the minute their event's done, they go to McDonald's and then just fuck. That's yeah. just. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sean White like, won the gold medal for the halfpipe yeah. while he was stoned. And then he was talking about during an interview. He was like 18 at the time. He was like stoned. Uh, he won the, the gold medal. And then he was talking on an interview saying that he was drinking and stuff like that in the village. And they were like, you can't drink. You're 18. And he goes, oh, soda, baby. It's soda. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ain't it water, playboy? <laughs> yeah. We talking about Mountain Dew, baby. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> Mountain Dew, baby. That's such a classic bit right there. I have a lot more respect for Olympians now knowing that they're humans, too. Do you think that you think it's really about mm. the medals or do they just got to get <laughs> No, 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 it's, on, it's about the fort. Like it's like Burning Man, but respectful. <laughs> they get they get merch and a free orgy. What can you, what can you ask for? <laughs> An unlimited it's subway. <laughs> Before I thought the Olympics were a bunch of like the people who would tweet like God's plan, Philippians, Philippians four thirteen. But now I realize they're just normal horny people that just want to go out. Yeah. You know, they want to play some five on five basketball and then go get their nut on, and that I can respect that. I can yeah. respect mm-hmm. that. Uh, Nate, any other wine or shines from you? No, but I do have a scheme of the week if we want to do that after this segment. Yes, that's fine with me. Let me. I'll, uh, I've got uh, one wine and one shine. Wait, two shines. Okay. Two shines, one wine. We're going to shine, wine, shine. Uh, shine, I fired my company this past week. Woo! I sat them yow, down. Yow. I sat them down and I said, hey, I'm going to have to let you go. You know, it, the, the days <laughs> come. And so thank Love you, Matt, it. for letting me know that I'm allowed to do that. Um for or for giving me that spin zone, but yeah, I'm a. Uh, I was a free agent. Now I'm not. Now I'm back. On, I'm back. Uh, very top secret job. Um, wine, or no? I'll do a second shine first. Uh, I think that local Wisconsin cities fest harder than any other place on the planet. I'm not saying music festivals, right? You have your Lollapaloozas. You have your place out uh, wherever, like your your East Coast, West Coast ones. I'm saying from a local community standpoint, there is nobody who fests harder, faster, and better than Wisconsin. We literally left uh, at, at like... <clears throat> 10 o'clock in the morning from De Pere and came back at 3 in the afternoon and there was like 18 pavilion tents. Parking was nowhere to be found for at least three blocks and there was like live music and people playing at the a softball game. We're like, what's this all about? They're like, oh, yeah, this is bar softball team started a festival at the park. I'm like, what? You just get to do that? 
And then Kimberly, Wisconsin, Paper Fest. They're just like, yeah, we're going to throw on a, a, a three-stage, 15-band festival. It lasts two days. We'll have all these food trucks and your carnival rides. Like, there's one everywhere. Every county's got a fair. I know it's a very Midwesty thing, but I just think Wisconsin, we see that we get three months of summer, and we just go hard in the fucking paint to make that thing just really pop. You can go to three festivals a day if you live in Appleton. You can go to three festivals a day. And then even, Matt, even from your perspective, uh, 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 Hackus has got this is pretty much a festival, right? You're a, you're a fucking broken carnival yeah. ride away from a festival. <laughs> so we, I know straight up. So it's legit. I just my biggest shine is like in this. If you cannot say you had a boring summer in Wisconsin, you could sneeze and hit a fucking festival or somewhere with cheese curds and music. You know. <laughs> got it. I love this state. And now my wine <laughs> paper fest. <laughs> <laughs> I want to blow that fucking festival off the place, the face of the fucking earth. <laughs> you listen to me. Listen to me good. Nobody likes paper. It's on its way out. It's seen its heyday, right? Like, there's not, it's, it's a, it is a dying thing. Um, can you imagine, like, uh, never mind. I'm not going to go down this route, but uh, it's just dumb. I can't imagine uh, uh, throwing a full fest to celebrate paper. Why I'm mad at it, you ask? Okay, let me tell you. Uh, it's generally a music festival with food, and they're celebrating the history of Kimberly, which, uh, Jesus, 100 years. Great. Um, and there's a stage. There's three stages. One main stage where they bring uh, 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 failing uh, old headlining bands to come and, and, and you know, give their Wait. dignity away. Yes, Jake. Like who? Who, Eli who, Young Band, like the Eli Young Band, like oh, it's like okay. a like a two hit wonder, like comes to town and just like dies on stage on a Friday night, and it's like you know a bunch yeah. of seven year olds with butterflies on their cheeks from the uh, tattoo lady, and they're just dancing around. You know they don't they don't even know the words, right? So these people fell from grace. Yeah, they went from Country USA headlining to fucking Kimberly's hundred year paper fest. You go, thank God. Why? Hey, thank you to my agent. Um, and so then. Uh, the guy who ran the middle stage, who seems like a nice guy, he really does. He means well. But rather than, you know, think it through, he's like, you know what? We have a break between the music from four to six on Saturday. You know what would go great at a festival where everyone's just walking around? Stand up comedy. That would be, that's what we need is stand up comedy. So he reached out to a comedian in the area and he said, You guys wanted to do 90 minutes on the stage? The poor bastard hadn't ever been to Paper Fest, didn't know what it was all about, and said, Hell yeah, of course we want to do a festival stage. You know, uh, and so they reached out and they're like, Hayden, would you like to do 10 or 10 to 15 minutes on this stage? I said, fine. That sounds awesome. I was like, I, cause I also maybe hadn't investigated paper fest to its full, um, you know, experience, but I figured how bad could it be? Right. I thought I was going to be in a tent show up. And, uh, they told us PG 13. He's like, just no F bombs, no C words, go out there and have fun. I'm like, I can do that. Most of my material can be changed to that. We're about 90% of the way down there. I get a text that says, uh, gentlemen, I'd like to change this to PG. He said, and I, and I responded, a lot of kids here. And he said, more than I could have ever imagined. Uh, <laughs> and then he sent a video, and it's an open parking lot with four picnic tables and just mountains of families milling about eating cheese curds and like petting goats and shit. And he goes, and then it pans and it shows a stage in the lowly back of the parking lot, 50 plus yards away from the nearest person. And he goes, that's the stage. Oh, no. 
Oh no! Oh no! Is exactly oh. right. Immediate sweating for me. I'm like, and I look like I look like a wannabe rock star. Like I'm in black jeans and my boots and my stupid t-shirt, and I did my stupid hair, and I was excited like an idiot. I should know now. Doing stand-up, never to be excited for anything. Um, and I had to open the show, so that's my job is to go up there and host. Oh no! Oh, oh no's right. Yeah. At least I didn't have to go what? in freaking raw dog, right? Um. So this is how the guy brings us up. He goes, uh, hey, we've got some local comedians here. They're going to uh, entertain you. Um, so I'm just going to I'm gonna let them manage it. And then he just got off the stage. That was it. Jesus. <laughs> I went, what an electric introduction, Bob. I'm calling him Bob because I don't want to skewer him on here. Um, and then. Uh, you can just uh, say it was Craig. You can just tell us it was Craig. It's no, if even Craig would have done a better intro. I think Cra- <laughs> I might have Craig bring me up if I ever do a special. Jesus. Um, yeah, that would be phenomenal. Actually. I think so too. <laughs> Call it Daddy Issues would be the title of it. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, so I get up there and I am dying immediately. I said my first joke, which is usually hits. Like, I've, I just, it's my safe opener. I know it does okay silence and not silence like not silence because i did bad but like no one's paying attention i'm doing stand-up comedy and like crowd work to the void there's just nothing going on there's like three old ladies eating a bag of fucking kettle corn in the corner not doing thing oh added detail guess who decided to come see their first uh, uh experience of me doing stand-up ever if you guessed lucy's parents uh you were right <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, God damn. <laughs> so her dad, before the show comes up, and he goes, I'm going to enjoy this. And I went, I bet you will. <laughs> he goes, great venue. Like, totally, he's just, he knows how bad it's going to be. Um, so I am now suffering. Like, legit, I said my first three sentences, and then I just froze for a second. Like, first time I've ever frozen on stage completely like that, I was like, for, and, and it felt like an eternity. It was like three seconds total. And I hear the other comedians bust out laughing because they're in this fucking stinky bus off to the other side of the stage watching this like bad thing happen to me. Um, <laughs> and then I, I droned on for what felt like honestly close to 30 minutes. And so the booth, I told the guy who arranged it, I'm like, give me a thumbs up when I hit 10 minutes because I'm coming off. Immediately after I hit 10, I'm going to finish and wrap up and get out. That guy disappeared. So now I'm like, who's going to tell me when I'm done? And so the booth guy gives me a thumbs up. And I go, all right, everybody, thank you very much. Here's the next comment I bring them up. I go down, and they're pissed. They're like, dude. They're like, uh, I said, uh, what? I, I said, I got over 10, right? They're like, you did six minutes and 27 seconds. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. My bad. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, it was just, it was not not ideal. So fuck Paper Fest is what I have to say about well, dude, that. Dude, listen, it's, it's good that you did it. It's more experience. Don't let that kill your confidence, brah. Oh, Mahalo. Maha- Mahalo. Mahalo for sure. I was like, I was, I, that almost made me quit comedy. I went, you know what? If this is what I'm in for for the next couple of years, just cut it off. We're done. I don't want to, I don't want to be around anymore. Bruh. <laughs> yeah, bro. Um, so that's all I got. All right. You ready for scheme it's of the week? about the homeless man. Okay. All right. Last, uh, last wine. You should not let homeless people into open mics. I get that. I mean, let them in and give them water and have them hang out. They're probably great crowd members, but they don't need to sign up. Like we don't, when it says open mic, like let's open with an asterisk, maybe a little bit because this homeless guy got up there, um, in a, in a, in shorts and, uh, in a sweatshirt, like athletic shorts. And he was just a weird looking dude. And he got up there and generally it's supposed to be a five minute set. Uh, and that's it. Like if you go to seven, no one really bats an eye. Cause generally it's all comics who like can do seven minutes. Um, 
he didn't have any material, and he went through his uh, – I at the end, I counted 11 altercations with the police. <laughs> he broke down every single one of them. Uh, line by line of what happened and at one point i'm like i think i'm tripping out i'm like did i eat like maybe a drug like i don't know if this is real life anymore because i had a timer going on my phone we're at 14 minutes and i started it five minutes into his set and uh he goes you know how the oshkosh police bangs on doors and then he just screamed bang as loud as he could like three times and everybody jumped the bartender broke a glass like it was fucking insanity (laughs) Um, and then finally at 20 minutes, the guy who's hosting gives him the flashlight and like gives him the light that tells him like, get the hell off stage. And he goes, are you really giving me the light right now? And instantly the room just locked up and he goes, and the guy freezes cause he's like not a, an imposing fella at all and doesn't really talk. And he goes, well, make it quick. And he goes, well, now that I'm being rushed off stage and then he just keeps talking. He goes, Juno, Wisconsin, 2007. <laughs> what the fuck? Um and so uh, yeah was that in Oshkosh? No, it was in Menasha at the attic. It's like a uh, cool little like interesting venue, but holy piss, dude! He went through every interaction, and then he went to tell another joke, and you heard the room go, ugh! And so he finally like threw a fit and left. And uh, the bartender gave us all a shot for our trouble. She's like, "Before you guys leave, this is for whatever just we all just went through." And so we cheers with her and got the hell out of there. I hate stand-up Let- comedy. It's literally ruining my life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's go into Scheme of the Week. Scheme uh, of the Week. <laughs> what the hell was that? Jesus Christ. Um, the there was a scammer recently who uh, got arrested. He made half a million dollars from selling a moisturizer online that allegedly protected you from the 5G radiation. So That's genius, genius, right? He would just push it out to like uh, right wing uh, Facebook groups, and people were eating it up. And they finally got him uh, after half a million dollars. What could they get? They get him. Yeah, and plus, what could they get? False advertising. Do anything wrong? But how can, they, how can they prove? How can they prove that it wasn't protecting them? Yeah. What if he said not FDA approved? Yeah. You know, I don't know how, what they got him for because uh, actually topicals and stuff like that aren't uh, regulated yeah. by the FDA at all. So I'm not sure what they got him for, actually. You know how many dumb women did CBD sales with no fucking proof right. that it worked? No one said shit about yeah. them. Or the one the essential, essential oils. oil that you rub and your protect you from the Remember when all the ladies did essential oil diffusers <laughs> and then found out it was killing their cats? That was interesting. That was an interesting That's development. Rub, rub this peppermint oil on your nipples. You'll feel great. I but they're like, hey, do you have a headache? They're I like, would. they're like, drink peppermint oil. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm with you, Nate. So this guy, how much did he make? Half a mil. <laughs> That's like the guy made pet rocks. Pretty tight. Five hundred thousand dollars. Why don't we but, ever think of something so easy? Because we right? we don't want to get arrested. We prefer to like- come up with complex <laughs> business models that we'll never follow through on. <laughs> yeah. I like Speaking of complex business models. Oh, I, okay. Money, Ooh. money, money, money. He's got it. What's... He's just taking it. <laughs> I was like, who are we waiting on here? On the OJs. Oh, there you go. Money, money, money. Money. 
right. It's the segment where the people come into the Shark Tank. They pitch us. We pitch each other a business idea. We decide if we're an investor, customer, or both. And then when we make you people some money, who would like to go first? Uh, I got mine. I got mine. I, now. I can. Yeah, that's fine. All right. We'll go Nate first, then Jake. <laughs> Nate, come on into the Shark Tank. No, I actually... I actually hold on. Time. I don't have one. I was just gonna say. I was just gonna <laughs> say. Did we pick that song because we know how much Chubb loves Trump? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a huge Trump guy, dude. I stop right, listening anyway. to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, what are you gonna do? All right. Hi, sharks. Uh, what's the worst thing about taking a bath? Mm, waiting the for the battery to fill up. That's right. You can't cook toast in it without people thinking you're going to commit suicide. I am here to present you the bathtub-proof toaster. A toaster you can use in the bathtub and not kill yourself with. (laughs) What do you guys think? (laughs) I'd like a little more detail. No, no, I don't need any. That's awesome. Uh, It's just made out of a new-age polymer that won't uh, electrocute you. So just like a normal toaster, but it'll work underwater. Now is your well, it floats on top of the water. Is your target market people who want to eat toast in the uh, uh, bathtub, or people who are afraid their relative might want to kill themselves? Because I think you could double dip. <laughs> well, I think I think all of the above. <laughs> just, you just start seeing the concerning signs from your uh, teenage kid. You just you just give them one of those instead. Yeah, yeah we're gonna you get a new your toaster. toaster. Yeah. We're gonna get a new toaster in our house. Uh, my my child started listening to Green Day. <laughs> <laughs> my child listens to the Tuesday say, catch up. <laughs> it um, could it could also like play to the crowd of people who like want to like try suicide, <laughs> but mm-hmm. it's like they don't really know exactly if they want to do it. <laughs> like a toy gun, <laughs> like your first your first time with a toy gun, ever doing the like you know like it gets oh, yeah. a little yeah, bit of a thrill. Yeah. Russian gun. roulette. Oh. Shoot. Yeah, whenever you'd, you'd like shoot this, like your temple with like an airsoft gun, you're like, oh, bro, that was so sick. <laughs> it's I, like, no, it wasn't, dude. <laughs> you just give a concussion. Uh, yeah. Well, Nate. Uh, so, yeah. customer, investor, both around the table. I, I tell you what, if you go for the demographic I mentioned, I would be a uh, silent investor, angel investor. Um, not an angel investor. I'd be, a, I'd be an investor. Just regular, but I, I most likely won't be a customer because I'm uh, someone would probably buy it for me. <laughs> yeah, after they uh, read your poems. After they hear me talk to Harley on the phone. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to be a customer. I have to buy it for Hayden. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. Matt? Uh, I'm God a customer. Screw it, I'll buy one too. I, I've never eaten toast in the bathtub. Let's do it. <laughs> People yeah, buy it for every reason. <laughs> can yeah, you imagine the uh, Can you imagine the infomercial commercial of this though? Like <laughs> the black and white screamer, it's like, oh man, he tries to kill himself and it doesn't work, and he goes, What happened? And then the the dad comes in and goes, We got the new toaster. And then he points yeah. to it and it's fake. I don't know, maybe that's depressing. Oh, that Jake, are you an investor or customer? I think the market is a little small, but I think Nate's pitch sold me on it. So I'm going to roll with it, and I'm going to go with the Matt route. We're going anti-suicide. We're going toast in the tub. We're calling it tub toaster. Wow. <laughs> tub toaster. 
I'm I'm fine with the rebranding and something that Mark Cuban always says is invest in the person, not the product. And I think you made the right choice, Jake. Well, Mark Cuban. There we go. So, um, whoa. I'm just kidding. I like Mark Cuban. He's one of the only sharks that I wouldn't shoot if I had to. If I like, had the chance, <laughs> um, it would be. It would it definitely. I would give it some thought, but I wouldn't do it. Um, I've got one. Okay. Okay. Uh, sharks. What's the worst part about moving your friends in? So we're they give you pizza and working. beer and think that that's compensation. I was gonna, say, I was gonna say working harder. Like, if there's nothing worse than like your friend helping out your other friend move in, and you're working twice as hard as them. <laughs> okay, Jake, you're onto it. The worst part of moving in your friends is that everybody always picks on one person, saying they're not doing enough, even if they yeah. are. <laughs> I introduce you. I introduce you to the um, uh, yeah, name pending. It's a new technology. It's a <clears throat> RFID technology that uh, measures the amount of weight you take out of the truck as a single person. Here's what you do: at the beginning of the day, you line up all your shitbag friends and you attach a little tag to their shirt and you log them into the system. So there's six of you moving. You'd have, if, let's say, if the five of us moving, we'd have all of our names on the screen. Then this truck has a built-in scale that tells you that the truck is at seven thousand pounds or whatever it would be, right? And so it, and then also you input your weight as a person. So everybody, it already knows what it is. So then, anytime you walk past into the truck, the scanner knows you're coming in, and then it, and then it reads you on your way out. So it knows how much weight you took out and it starts to tally it all day long as a point system um and then at the end of the day if anyone goes oh hey yeah what are you doing taking a big old nap and then you point at the screen you go i've moved 200 more pounds than you shut up and that's how you keep your friends off your back as you move them in for free so okay so it's basically orange theory it's basically orange theory but for moving (laughs) yes (laughs) okay I yeah. think, yeah, you could be big in the app space. Um, yeah. I'm in as an investor, probably not a customer, and Hayden, if I'm being honest, I would like, un- I would disconnect the chip from the weight in the truck just so that we could still make fun of you. Yeah, but I would find, <laughs> no, it's, I, I, I was in the car, I was foolproofing it um, to make sure that this couldn't happen because my anxious, listen, I was working my little tail off moving Zach in and they were all ribbing me like, Oh, taking your 15. Cause I took a poop for the first six minutes. I like literally was going to poop myself and they already had a couch outside and they went, Oh, happy that you're joining us. I was like, suck my dick. Seriously. Yeah, When you're moving in, when you're moving in, you have to be the guy to either help with the mattress or the couch. Cause then you get to take the because you're like, oh, finally we got the like we got the big piece in. Now the rest of it is just like the little shit. Yeah, but little do you, you know, know but I mean? like most couches and mattresses are pretty easy. It's the dressers with the drawers still in. It's the big yeah. stuff, man. But anyways, this is more for the market of people who are anxious about being judged about how much they move with their friends. I know it's a small target market, but I think nonetheless a great idea. Fun technology. You can make it a game, right? Huh? Think of that. How fast you guys move a truck out if you were trying to race to get more pounders than your friend. Honestly, I may sell this to Walmart, and they can have the employees compete to see who can go piss first. First one to yeah. unload 300 pounds gets a pee break. I think that's more I mean, of an I like, Amazon I like the Walmart yeah. aspect. I think it's more of an Amazon. You know what I mean? Corporate. I would sell it to corporate uh, logistics yeah. firms where they could, you know, really crack the whip and make people work harder. You know, for and then call it the truck. name of fun. 
Yeah, two men in a truck, but it would, they'd compete, and then whoever doesn't unload mm-hmm. the fastest gets shot at the end of the day, and that's how they weed them out Love to it. get the best two men in a truck. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's just they start with 128 men, and they weed it down to the final four, two men in a truck, and that's <laughs> they always it's start one with amazing three man. It's it's a it's one a, amazing man, 400 trucks. <laughs> It's like March Madness for two men in a truck. And if you don't unload as much as your partner, you get shot at the end of the uh, day. <laughs> Until oh, April when it's only oh, two men in one truck or one man in 128 trucks. Hunger Games? No, Hunger games. U-Haul right. Games. U-Haul Games. I love it a lot. Uh, any other money, money, monies? No, those are fucking bangers. All right. Those are good. Let's do people's court. The year is 2021. (laughs) A new president has been elected and done away with the justice system. He rounded up the tech leaders to create a social media justice system. Anybody may be imprisoned with enough votes by the American people. If you are convicted, you spend life in sunny Los Angeles. You heard that right, Los Angeles, a maximum security prison, <laughs> led locked in white only. Do the crime and you will do the time. Welcome to the People's Court. <laughs> that is great. Court is in session. Um, who are we? Uh, who are we taking to the court today? Nate, uh, I sent you a new video clip. If you could pull that up. I think it'll work. It's an MP3, baby. True and true. Yeah, I email know, or you what? You had one no, I texted it to the group. I do not Jesus have a people's Christ. court. Oh. Sorry for all the dead air people, but let me give you a little background here. Some people are just too stupid and shouldn't be allowed money or nice things. Uh, and, you know, it goes all back to the, to the Michael Scott-isms of, you know, when the, the Nigerian prince himself reaches out to you on his own personal email, looking for help, you gotta help him out. Uh, and and this guy that I'm bringing to court today, oh boy, oh girl, did he get duped. So Nate, hit the video. 32-year-old Dominic Parento says he lost $200,000 of his family savings in an alleged scam that's so bizarre, it's hard to imagine that anyone could fall for it, but he did. They just made me feel so comfortable. They, the way they talk, their etiquette, their dress, the fact that we are meeting in big public areas. He advertised on Craigslist looking for a buyer for his family's restaurant in Danuba in Central California. The ad was answered by men who said they were from Paris and had the cash, but there was a catch. The money, supposedly in this big duffel bag seen on security video during a meeting, had been dyed white in order to disguise it, they say, as plain paper, while it was moved from Europe and hidden. All they said was needed to turn it back into real hundreds was a chemical treatment. But that process cost money. If Dominic paid for that up front, all that cash was his. Oh, my God. So this guy got a duffel bag full of white paper cut up to the size of bills and then paid I don't know how much money. 200000 I guess, for it <laughs> to get transferred back to real money for I don't know how much it was. It had to be like $2 million, $3 million or something. So he spent $200,000 on paper. What an idiot. 
unbelievable. Wow. I, I like to imagine that it was cut hand cut with scissors. Like not even one of those pushed. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just yeah. some of them are not the size of dollar bills. <laughs> yeah. Just like two oh. French just two French guys sitting like for like three days yeah. just like cutting up paper. Uh, the fa- Listen, man, <laughs> we, we want to buy this from you, but we have to send the money in disguise because we can't let anybody know we're doing this. So it's going to be white, and you just have to pay us $200,000 to get it changed. <laughs> oh, Jesus. my God. Also, him being like their etiquette, the way they talk, the way they dress, that's like me going into every job interview, just lying my ass off to get in there. Just, yeah. <laughs> it made me feel so comfortable. Dude, that is such a big Places thing. They got me coffee. Oh, I could not believe it. I just like some people are so stupid and it's like, how would you ever, ever believe that that is a thing that people do is, is dye money white and transfer it back, bro. Listen, those guys were sly, bro. They know exactly what they were doing. If it walks like a tuck, if it walks like a duck and it talks like a duck, then it must be a goose. I don't know what to say. Now, yeah, I mean, like, I all I gotta say is, like, I want to send this guy to Los Angeles because the guys who duped him, congratulations, you done uh, did it. That's that scheme of the amazing. year, yeah, that's that's yeah, well done yeah. by them. Um, that's, I, yeah. I would like to suggest a punishment one of two. He goes to Los Angeles, he goes to Los Angeles, uh, acting as the treasurer of the prison, he works directly underneath <laughs> Noah the warden. Um, and he has one of two punishments. Number one punishment would be he has to individually cut paper to the size of dollar bills until he reaches the total sum of money that he had lost for everybody in singles. Um, and then, or it's, and, or he has to actually come up with the chemical solution that turns it into real money. <laughs> yeah, I like that actually one. Finds the solution. He, he actually has to figure out to treat the white paper with that, so... He's just um, going to study alchemy until he gets poisoned. <laughs> He's going to try to throw a toaster in a bathtub, and it's just not going to go his way. Because <laughs> little yeah. did you know. <laughs> Los Angeles is filled out, filled up with new kinds of toasters. With tub toasters. Yeah. <laughs> can't, can't get it. Um, uh, so any other suggested punishments uh, for this man? Or is that uh, is we settled I, on I that? Like that? All right. That all in favor, say aye. Aye. Uh, all right, that case is settled. Um, do we have any other people's courts? I've got a quick one. This should be easy. Um, Open and shut I case. think Uber drivers, um, mine specifically, his name was Henry. Um, he, I'm going to be bringing him to the people's court. But an Uber driver who doesn't have the air conditioning on because they think that they're saving <laughs> gas mileage. Like you get into their car and it's hot and you like roll the window down and like, oh, let me put on the air conditioning. This motherfucker, Henry, put it up to one, one on the fan speed. And I, I, I told him, I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, turn it up. <laughs> like, but what a what a cuck. He looked like the world's biggest cuck. I'm sure his wife was getting banged while he was out driving Uber so that she could pay for her for her fucking Uber Eats or something. But my God, that what a what a terrible human being. What a dumbass. Like you saved, what, 10 cents per day? For not having your air conditioning on in the summertime, grow a pair of balls. And his Uber, his Uber score is going to go down. Is it not worth it to you know maybe spring for when they're in the car, turn it up to four when they're not, pop the windows open. I'm with you, Nate. What a fucking psychopath. Yeah, and it happens all the time. And you you like have to ask them to turn on the air because 
they think that not having their air on will get them get better gas mileage. You're in a Prius, bitch. Also, it's like a very nominal amount. Like it's not a really worthwhile amount for that whole air conditioning thing. That the whole notion of yeah. that is like turn your air off when you're like about to run out of gas. Like don't you know don't spend well, it more. That also the, yeah I don't know. Lucy and I argue about this not, all the time. I go I, I sometimes when I first get in the car I turn my air up to four and pop the windows down because I go I need some of that fresh fresh cold air until it's ready. And uh, we come from differing schools of thought. My dad big no air person. My mom. Frug- or not frugal with the air. She's like, yes, we'll let, let's put this thing at 58 and let it roll. So I'm with you, Nate. Uh, what's your suggested punishment for this uh, serial killer? I say we make this guy sit in a hot box out in the Harvard yard until he sweats out and dies. Okay, so we've got a threat of execution uh, early on. I like where you're headed with the sauna solution. I think that he needs to can – I, can, am I allowed to give you an alternate? Definitely, yeah. I, I don't want to kill this guy, but I'm I'm happy to do it. Dry sauna, as hot as it can go, like humanely possible. Every minute, or he has to do a uh, a minute for every ride he's ever given on Uber. If the number's too low, it's an hour for every ride he's ever given on Uber. Um, and then I don't know. We got to think of something else. It's got to be something other heat related. To, to cool off, he can only be in a room with an with air conditioner like on one, a window unit one, on yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> yep. At at seventy eight, like just just enough <laughs> yeah. to not be hot air. Uh, mhm. And he does that for a one year Agreed. sentence. I think. Fuck you, Henry. I love it. All right, all in favor, say. You deserve aye. those four stars. Aye. 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 All right. It's time for final thoughts. <laughs> Around the table, we'll let our East Coast fellows go to bed. Uh, Nate, go ahead and start us with your final thought. Bucks in six. That's it. Don't kill yourself with a toaster in the bathtub anymore. Tub toaster. <laughs> Patent pending. Um, Harley, final thoughts. Good being back with you, bros. Uh, <laughs> Mahalo, bro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe a soapbox next week. Maybe not. Maybe I'll go back on summer vacation. Well. Go fuck <laughs> yourselves. <laughs> uh, did, Jake, final thoughts of your Tuesday catch-up career before you quit on us? Dude, good sewed. I got my best friend new with me. Oh, yeah. Is that Mulan? <laughs> dude, he's my terracotta warrior. Oh, my Don't bad. judge. Um, dude, yeah, I'm just exhausted. Hopefully I have more spunk next week. But, uh, yeah. If dude, you're here. Good sewed. Nate, Nate's, uh, <laughs> Nate's banter has, has saved me for sure. Made me laugh super hard. I hope he, I hope he made you guys laugh too. I have no energy, so I'm done. <laughs> All right, we love you, Jake. Uh, Matt, assistant to the co-host. Final thoughts. If you're an Uber driver, turn on the air. Don't be a psychopath. Mm-hmm. Join the Patreon. Uh, we got a lot of people on there now, which is pretty cool. And uh, cheers. Glad to be back, boys. It's good to have the whole gang. Uh, my final mm-hmm. thoughts. Uh, uh, turn your lights on before you get all the way up the stairs. Don't pull a mat. Um, I can't wait to figure out what kind of scheduling nightmare we're going to have with the Tuesday catch-up. Join the Patreon. Harley and Jake are going to be uh, gooning around Boston for the next few weeks. Probably not, but we'll see. Um, we are doing an in-person cast with a few of us next week, no matter what. Uh, come hell or high water, the Stubing Brothers will be in this studio enjoying the GT Productions LLC um, studio. Yeah. Um, self-promotional plug, come to our comedy show at Barrel 41 if you live in the Fox Cities. That's all I have to say. That's yeah. Saturday. Uh, besides that, this has been the Tuesday Catch-Up. 
Aloha, mahalo. One, two, three. You're all caught up. Mahalo. Yeah. See, wait, you guys are doing an in-person cast next week? Sunday. Yeah, next Sunday. Very hungry. Oh, Sunday. So Chum, Chum's going to make sure he's not going to nap this time. He's going to be up. Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> that's so funny, dude. You <laughs> <laughs> knew that was coming, baby. That's Whatever, Matt, dude. Matt and I are going to come oh, over and so take funny. a bunch of Ambien. We're gonna take a bunch of Ambien and sleep on your couch. <laughs> <laughs> Not leave. Until, like, the whole episode, you guys are just sleeping in chairs next to me. I go, I, uh. That'd be um, so funny. Um, so we're doing it on Sunday, though, fellas. So we'll let you know what Sunday. time we're gonna be doing it because we'll put you guys on the laptop in front of us, and then when we edit it, it'll well, it'll be it'll be fine because we're gonna put video on for us three. I'll put the cameras what on. day is that? That's yeah, Sunday. Sunday. It has to be. Do you got fucking dinner plans? No, I gotta work. Because I got family dinner. I'm driving back to Boston. I got family dinner.